0: welcome back fellow travelers to our never-ending adventure podcast this is a podcast about our pokemon heart gold and soul silver uh nuzlocke run that we're doing right now i'm uh bug catcher russell I'm not a bug catcher, and apparently I'm What's just. What's your trainer type? Absolutely confused. What's your trainer type now? Whatever
1: Barack is, I don't know. I don't know what you Barack? Would consider Bar-
0: Bar- Barack, the first gym leader. Yeah, of? Barack, Barack Obama, <laughs> the first gym is leader it in Peter Pokemon City. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Yeah, this is uh, our never-ending adventure podcast. We're talking about Adventure Time. It's our ninth episode, and it has flown by. We were talking about this a little, a couple of minutes ago. Just how wild it is. Yeah, it's wild
1: that I feel like we are releasing in six days as we record this, but we are are like got two months of content backed up. It's amazing. Yeah, so we're thank you guys quit. for listening.
0: I mean, I'm sure it's the biggest podcast in the world now. We can just quit and and retire on how much money we've made. Yeah, I'm 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 good for Finn
1: and Jake paying
0: my royalties for the rest of my life, right? That works. Well, this is we're talking about episode ten, uh, memories of Boom Boom Mountain, uh, and it gets real not serious. It's a fun episode, but certainly we we get to see a little bit of Finn that we've never seen before. I I kind of wonder if this is even canon it just feels like all these past like four episodes are just so random and don't really have any meaning to them or any significance to the greater story that we'll probably get into eventually yeah that's i mean that's a good point that i always bring up to my like people that are watching adventure
1: time through the the first time or trying to pick it up is i'm like you got to keep this open mind and also just absorb everything and take it as it is so they're amazing writers. They did not skip a beat, and when they're writing the final season of Adventure Time, you can tell that they are taking into account these episodes in season one. So, wow! When you say, "Oh, it might be canon," it doesn't feel canon. Like, like take it as it is, man. It's canon. This is like this is the business right here.
0: Yeah, it just feels like one of those episodes in between arcs where you're like, "We need a moment. We need to relax. We need to go and have just like a fun adventure." But uh, we're back. At the bottom of Boom Boom Mountain, I don't know. Is the mountain actually called Boom Boom Mountain? Do I don't we f- know what the mountain's actually called? I, don't th- I think he's just called the mountain. That's okay. what he's
1: referred to as. And the episode title is just called Boom Boom Mountain because we're talking about Finn's boom boom and how that was such a it's crucial a little, part of his his psyche. It a little poop problem
0: little poop problem. he has got a problem with pooping? Who,
1: who doesn't have a problem with pooping? Do you have a, a poop problem? I've uh, Probably every other day. Depends on what I eat.
0: My stomach was messed up today. I don't know. There's a lot of hot chicken in Nashville and that, that's, that'll that do it. That will definitely do it. Last night, we had like a honey, hot honey pizza over mm-hmm. at Tailgate and that mm-hmm. must have been the reason why I've been feeling weird. But anyways, I'm glad we're not the only ones with poop poop problems or boom boom problems. Boom boom, boom when problems. When Finn is like... He's got to be a year because he can kind of stand, kind of wobble around, but he falls down into just in the middle of the woods. He's completely naked and he, he pooped on a leaf. And then he's got a leaf on his butt. Yeah, he boom
1: booms. And, and I love the sound effects. It's like pop pop. And that's the boom boom sound effect. Falls on a leaf. Some jerk ladybug and her kid just totally blow this baby off. So, like, first of all, we can point out, like, apparently, ladybugs are just like super jerks. Okay. I don't know. That's that's I just like I was like, who in the world leaves a screaming baby? Like think about the kind of person that would leave a screaming baby in the woods.
0: Well, it's not like the lady book left the screaming baby in the- Well, she did. She did, you're right. She did. But yeah. Finn's parents maybe. How did how did Finn get there? We don't know. We don't know anything about uh his background. This is the first time we're seeing him in the past. Any sort of a flashback. I don't oh, think we I, we've I love that yet. you
1: you picked up on that. that. That I that was like one of my biggest notes for the day. It was like, this is the first time we see anything about like Pre Finn, before he's a dude living in a treehouse with his dog, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and through this uh, this flashback, we get to see Finn kind of makes up his mind on because the the mountain is crying, and he wants to go help the mountain, and and Jake kind of helps. Well, I guess Finn tells a story. He stands on the table, whatever, tells a story, but we get to see like Finn's nindo uh, yeah. or his his ninja way. He vows to help anyone in need, no matter how small their problem is.
1: Yeah, was wasn't there like a something um, like a Dr. Seuss one? Like I'll help any who, no matter how small or whatever.
0: Yeah, there is. I can't remember what I, it is though. I my thought the reason I called it a Nindo is because of Naruto. Mm. Uh, and I was gonna ask what your your Nindo is. My Nindo, I don't know. It's probably just like, what do you live by? What's your what's your ninja laws?
1: Make people happy. By being chill and having a fun time.
0: That's pretty chill. Maybe. I think I'm going to, well, if I'm like Naruto, I'm never going to run away from anything. I'm never going to go back on my word. It's my ninja or my Nindo, my ninja way. I'm just ruining what I wanted to be a cool moment. Ninja way, Nindo way. Yeah. Or uh, maybe just be the best there ever was or like no one ever was. Oh, here's just another Pokemon, another another yeah. bug bug gym trainer reference. Over reference here. heavy episode for me, unfortunately. now well, listeners. Well, going back to the episode, you you kind of you know sparked on a
1: good point that this is uh, a important part that we see, like why Finn does what he does is that he's got this uh, like internalized pain in him, and we we talked a couple episodes about you know referencing inside out movie, you know, those core memories. I feel like this is a Finn core memory. And and obviously it affects him enough to where he wants to be a hero. He wants to help people and he still cries when he
0: poops. Yeah. What's up with that? Do you do you cry? Like what, what's your favorite place to cry? Because apparently <laughs> Finn's is on the toilet. I, I don't know, man. I think I've cried
1: twice in the last like seven years, maybe. So oh. whoa, do you need
0: the you let something out? I mean, next episode, I'll just cry the whole time. Is it a sad episode? Are we going somewhere a No, deep, a no it's, it's not sad at all. No. I'll just cry. You can you can cry right now, man. Okay. We're, we're here for you. Cry break. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll take a cry break and that'll be our advertisement and it'll no, just be a recording of what, what happens. We're early in on this. We we Those
1: advertisers paid
0: not big. enough money
1: to get this early in my, oh. in my podcast. I was thinking they paid big money, but maybe they didn't. Big money. But so we, we see that... This is a Finn's arc moment, and also, you know, it's the end of the episode. But if we're kind of on this this part of the episode, and we'll, we'll get into different characters and different people we meet in the episode specifically, but finishing up Finn's arc, we see that Joshua and Margaret pick him up out of the woods, and that's big, man. Like I'm pumped. Like I is Joshua, that big? Yeah. It's it's they they glaze over it really. It's gotta be Jake's parents, right? Yeah, yeah. They look just like Jake. They're obviously older. He's got a hat, like a fedora, and she's always wearing, you know, like a fun sun hat or something.
0: And he sounds so like 50s or whatever. It's so great.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and and Michael actually pointed out, he was like, man, Russell could probably do that voice really well to do Joshua. I thought you would be able to do it. I really thought you were gonna be able to kill it. Well, maybe I'll practice it for the next Joshua and Margaret episode. What do you want, baby? Why are you crying?
0: Something, I don't know. That's pretty good, man. That's pretty darn gets close. You just get the boom boom, baby. So don't expect any sugar from me, sweetheart, unless you wash your dirty, dirty mouth.
1: I, see, I love that's it. That's the
0: best I can do.
1: That's the best. That's, that's that's good. I think that we were ripping on ourselves lap, last episode for not doing voices well. We can't. We can't do voices but well. But we can stick with Joshua. That's for sure.
0: Well, I loved his voice. I, I thought that was just so random and so wonderful. He had, you know, his what was fedora on. Kind of felt like a, a newspaper man. Uh good old salted the earth from forever ago. Yeah. Yeah. He's
1: I mean, he's they're both bosses. We start realizing that like they seem like really boring parents, but they are like far from opposite. And it's very obvious that they're another core reason why Finn and Jake are the way they are.
0: So does do they have the ability to stretch and similar like Jake powers? Are you trying to make me spoiler drop here? If you want, I don't know. I'm going to say no. No, they don't. Oh, man. what? How does Jake get his powers that's, in? That's something I will not spoiler drop for you. All right, that's fair. Well, I, I didn't have much notes about them other than they kind of come and go and I was curious if it was, I mean, it just had to be Jake's parents, right? Yeah, I mean, um, I just want to, but stop and take a note that Finn
1: has been with Jake and his, Jake's family members since he was a baby. Baby, yeah. So take that into consideration now that, now that that's like locked in and, and I don't have to spoil or drop that anymore.
0: And they basically, I mean, they're brothers essentially. It's it's more than best friends. I mean, they're, they're brothers. But it is funny. I mean, I think a lot of us get puppies or, or dogs when we are like babies. We grow up with a dog that's already in the family. It's like a the tester child. Mm-hmm. You know, two parents will get a, a dog or whatever. And, about three years in once the dog's kind of settling in, then you have uh, a baby or whatever. I mean, it doesn't always go that way, but that's how it was for me. We had uh, Sammy the Dalmatian and that dog was with me until I was probably seven or eight years old. You know, I mean, great dog. Yeah, but
1: you wouldn't consider yourselves brothers with the dog. Uh,
0: She would have been my sister, but no, definitely yeah. not. Sammy was, she was sweet. She was super protective of me and... uh. I don't know. I guess it was kind of weird, but I liked, I like Sam a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why I like when we are going back and forth though, we have our, your theoretically speaking portion of, of the night. And when you were talking the other week about how you had some theories about like, was, you know, like is Finn a kid? And he's like imagining himself with this dog. as like the dog is dog in real life. And you now realize that they're just like, they went in there. They're like, Oh yeah, bro. Like they're actually brothers.
0: Yeah, no. We realize it's a cartoon and uh dogs can have a human child as a baby and it not be their pet or something and no, you yeah, you you're grasping straws but It would be funny if there. Finn's Finn's uh Jake's pet that yeah, just that would turn funny. it on its head. No. No, cuz it seems like Jake is supportive and it seems like Jake wants Finn to succeed like like Finn is almost the older brother in the situation. I don't know. I mean, but but again, I've talked in previous episodes talking about how Jake really seems to be like the Gandalf to or or the Obi Wan, the like he's kind of like helping him along, helping him become the hero of the Candy Kingdom. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, we said that, and then we said, you know, like then we have a lot of episodes where we see Jake's flaws and Jake's growing up and stuff. So like, it's a good like mentor mentee relationship on top of being like partner in crime at the same time, you know? Yeah
0: tell me a little bit about this episode. We we got to see the the marauders and the head marauder, and they were just roughhousing. Yeah, you know, I mean, it seems like the mountain was not cool with it. And what you know, like yeah, this. So
1: I, it's going to be hard. I don't want to like go through every scene of this episode because it's all almost like overwhelming amounts of like characters and little drawings and little cartoons. And I think it's it's awesome to take in 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 person so much to talk about but there's marauders they're hanging out at this camp Finn's beating up on them and this mountain who i think is like my most punchable character of the episode most punchable character the mountain yeah i mean because it's literally like a bunch of dudes having fun times roughhousing and the mountains crying and being a wimp and being in in basically putting people in harm's way because of his like rock tears and i was like dude this guy just sucks like He's crying and being a baby about other people doing something they want to do. And he's like, but they're hurting each other. And they're like, no, they're not. So Very was
0: consensual like, hurting each other. Yeah. They're and, all
1: down for it. And so it. I was like, I don't know, man. Maybe that that just like irked me really bad. Yeah. That this the mountain is just like this. And then almost the whole episode revolves around kind of the core that the mountain's upset, that they're roughhousing. And I and I don't yeah. like he inconveniences
0: so many people because
1: well, Finn, Finn's he's, a people yeah.
0: pleaser. Finn has to go out of his way, you know, no matter how small the problem is, he's going to try and fix it. And so Finn tries to do this for the mountain, but in so doing, it causes an issue for the martyrs. They want to, they want a rough house. They want to yeah. be rough with each other. And so he tries to come up with a solution that helps them, but then it's not a good enough solution because he goes back up to the mountain and it's like, they're punching, you know. They're like soccer boppers with animals. Soccer boppers. Soccer boppers. Yeah, I've seen both ways. I looked it up. Soccer boppers or yeah, soccer boppers or boppers. Soccer soccer boppers is what I saw. Soccer boppers. Soccer boppers. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was soccer boppers I, for some reason. That's what the wiki says. It's weird. Anyways. That's basically what it is, though. It's just like... Yeah. It's like a pillow fight, but, but on your... Waist, but he's got pig, pigs on his knees and ducks on
1: his hands. Pigs on and, my knees. And, pigs and on my then knees. the cat on the head was just amazing. I thought that was just such a... And then I, I love that also it, as Finn keeps making the Marauders change. He He's not actually making the mountain change at all until like his third suggestion. He's like, the mountain's upset and then, you know, that's what I thought again was so weird is Finn's helping out, but he's kind of like, dude, this is your problem you need to figure out a way to fix it. You know, close your eyes or something like that, you know? Yeah,
0: close your eyes or let's rotate the mountain. Yeah, and rotating with the some mountain. or something like that. I,
1: with some pulleys. I guess, yeah. you know, that moving mountains is as as easy as that. But I thought it was just really funny that also the, the roughhousers were, the, the marauders, excuse me, roughhousing marauders, were like so cool with every one of Finn's suggestions. And they just took it like… So accepting. So accepting. Yeah, let's, so, let's pet
0: each other until we have like raw rashes. That was kind of gross. I know, and they
1: like took so, and they was just
0: they were so accepting, but then they took everything to
1: an unhealthy extreme. Yeah, which I thought was another like, oh, it'd just be so cool if these people just like sat down for fifteen minutes. You know,
0: what's happening with the the mountain behind the crying mountain? She's she's just like enjoying his back. It's kind of weird. It was kind of weird, but then they they show a quick excerpt of it. It's gorgeous. And it was gorgeous. She she He's she was, she a was gorgeous
1: in, back. But I also think this creepy if you know she's like, No, I don't really want to like talk to him or look at him in the face. I just want to think. again, that's also like a creepy, like, No, like, I'd rather not yeah. talk to you. It's just I'd rather just look at your back.
0: Oh, I miss looking at his beautiful back. I think yeah. it was, I think it was it's Shelby's, gorgeous. you know, how like
1: Shelby was our lovely last week. I think that was the same, same voice, voice as actress? Shelby. Yeah, that's
0: cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um... You know, Finn tries to take on everybody's problem. And one problem leads to another, which leads to him coming up with a Rube uh, Goldberg or Rube Goldberg or whatever-esque mm-hmm. uh, solution where one thing solves this, solves this, whatever. It just, it's impractical, you know. And I think I kind of wanted to talk on, like, people-pleasing a little bit. Yeah, let's let's
1: talk a little bit. I've got a lot on, like, personality traits with people-pleasers. But I definitely... Okay. That's gonna get into the, the girth and the meat of what's coming in this episode. So let's let's let our, our sponsors like get a quick word in before we got lots more words to get in. Hi, I'm Manish Man. You may know me from my Manish Man's mustache wax, but have you ever gone down to the Roughhousing Kingdom? If you do, be sure to visit Manish Man's Rough and Rowdy Good
0: Times Emporium and Bar. It's a great old time. My I'm, name is Babyface. You're Babyface, and I'm Management, and I'll roughhouse you. I'd love to fight you, but I can't right now. I'm busy drinking this beer at this beautiful bar. We have beer. We have su- salty
1: squid ink sarsaparilla. We've got roughhousing in the back. We've got roughhousing in the front. Yeah, We've we do. Roughhousing on the patio.
0: I Man, I was roughhousing a minute ago.
1: So if you're not Wimpy Mountain, who cries at the face of roughhousing, come on down to Manish Man's roughhousing, roughhouse bar and Emporium.
0: Rough, rough and rowdy. Rough, rough, rough me up.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Hey. I'm glad that we got to hear from Manish Man again.
0: I did too, yeah. Or I am too. One of those things. I'm something. Oh, you're something. I'm man. here. Well,
1: we're back. We're talking about uh, memories of Boom Boom Mountain. Yeah. And just trying to get into it, uh, get over all of these characters we got introduced to.
0: Too many characters, and I almost wanted to like run through all the things that Finn has to like take care of, but it's not. It's just not even worth it. It's so, like we could talk about uh, the the Shrooms, the old coal guy, which honestly was. One of my favorite characters of the episode. Which
1: brings me, honestly, we can just kick it off, man. Who was your lovely
0: of the episode? Give me some sugar, baby. I do have a lovely this episode. My lovely is Ice Cube Boy. Ice Cube Boy was your lovely. Yeah, he's, he's a great little design. He's dumb. And I think that's what... He's just a sweet little stupid boy that wants to heat up his water and melt himself. They know. He melts himself.
1: He's too cold in his own water. Yeah. So my lovely of the episode was definitely Old Naked Guy.
0: The old, oh, the, he's a wizard, right? I don't know. He's, he's just, definitely
1: a wizard. He's There's thunder, there's like lightning going up above him, but I don't know if he's like controlling the weather. And then all he does is to fix his problem, which he didn't
0: even explicitly state that it was a problem, but he just puts a cloud a, steam on his head and he's like I'm not
1: naked anymore yeah he's got a
0: hat and a hat's good enough for him to to not be nude I, I know I, it was very notable it, I thought he was a wizard because his beard is so big and
1: well, and we only see Ice King's beard being like that big and holding like you know covering up his big skinny body so it kind of has yeah. that like Ice King-ish and his look subconscious to it.
0: thing when he was nude and his like subconscious when he got knocked out by then yeah. yeah and he was he like only wrapped in similar. his his
1: like diaper thing or whatever
0: yeah, he seemed very similar to me. But
1: he's—I I just think that he's like my lovely. Like I want to be that crazy good time of an old man, and when I'm old,
0: you know. Yeah, I want to be the the old man who just embarrasses the people that I'm with everywhere I go. Exactly. That's—I was like, that's—he's just an awesome character in this
1: episode. But we won't bog you down. We I, we know as listeners that you probably, if you hadn't watched the episode before we got to this point, you took a break, watched the episode, came back. If you haven't,
0: stop right now. Watch it. yeah, go watch it. I also have a my buttometer is like just going off this episode. Oh no, we talking about dragon butts this time. we no well we just yes we see too many butts this episode. I I know you've talked about the creators of the show think butts are funny or whatever, but we get to see the dragon butt, the baby butt and there's another butt uh oh, the naked wizard. yeah, too many butts three just, butts. I think that's got to be a, a record adventure times maybe maybe if we had another specific episode in the future we'll have like a butt counter on the
1: podcast and just be like hey man we we got like six butts in this
0: every time we mention a butt
1: yeah they need a butt counter on the show yeah every time they mention a butt you guys as podcasters have to donate
0: a dollar to us for that episode it's like the uh episode of south park it hits the fan where they count every time i say the s word yeah it's like 150 or something like that by the end of the episode it's pretty great um Yeah, and then also I noticed that the Wilhelm scream was used at the very end. It was. That was a good catch, man. I
1: I read up on that, you know, and and said that was one of the fun fact trivias of this episode. Um, For those of you who don't know, the Wilhelm scream is like a very famous old sound bit used in all the old Star Wars movies and Indiana Jones and then
0: basically like a pop culture. I think it's like, yeah, royalty-free sound bite too. It is. And it was like on the stock sound bites of whatever studio was producing all that stuff back in the day. And my favorite use is definitely A New Hope when uh, Luke Skywalker shoots the stormtrooper and he falls off the, the little pit. That, yeah. What is up with that pit in the middle of... There's, in that's the middle of the Death Star. The Death Star. There's so many yeah. random places you could fall to your
1: death at. Too many, too many bridges with no rails. Let's just say the... HR department on the Death Star has got to be livid with how many
0: people are falling. The HR off. department is freaking out. That is for sure.
1: But enough about Star Wars. I know our, our podcast isn't about Star Wars, even though we love it. But let's get back there. There's one thing that I love my line of the episode that Finn stops the roughhouse and goes smooth, well controlled roughhouse bolsters your guts.
0: And I love that line. That is man. a great line. I, I would never think to say something like that, though. I know. Especially at 12 years old, man. He's a wise kid. He's a wise kid. Always well, written by wise men. That's um, true. So, I'm sure that helps a little bit to not have a 12-year-old writing your lines. <laughs> but, no, it was it was good, man. And... and well we 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 kind of talked about a little bit at the beginning of this episode, the, the people pleasing. I think we can go ahead and get into that. Yeah, a little we, bit. we talked a little bit about how Finn's arc is about
1: this story about him, you know, having boom boom on a leaf. And then he's found by Joshua and Margaret after being ignored by a jerk of a ladybug. But we do realize that this is that core memory for Finn. Um I sat there and and a huge takeaway for me. Was that I feel like Finn has got a huge. I mean, I don't know who is into enneagrams. I'm not that into them, but it's this big like type two people pleaserness about him. Um, so I did a little bit of research. I cool. did see a Reddit post that somebody said Finn was a seven wing eight. Oh my gosh! Which I don't even technically really know what that means, but it's more of like the adventurous and courageous and always like looking for the next good time which he is that, but... Sorry, I, I just I, love that
0: this is where this podcast is it, going. Yeah, I mean,
1: it, it's going there because it's, I, you can call it the Enneagram type too, but but that's what we call people-pleasing to a fault is what, what this personality trait is, is that super awesome, he's a hero, but really kind of sucky that he's got this, like, he cannot rip himself away from anybody that needs his help, even if it's a stupid request, you know?
0: Yeah. You learn that it's impossible and he doesn't really learn this, but it's impossible to please everybody. And he has an issue saying no, you know, uh, being able to say no and, and turn down people is, is something that does not come easy for a lot of us. And I mean, I even see that in my own life when I'm trying to go back to Atlanta, you know, that is one of the most difficult moments for my inner people pleaser, where it's just like, I got to see my mom, I got to see my dad, I got to see my high school friends, I got to see my college friends, I got to see different groups of college friends. And what should just be a weekend trip ends up being like, All right, I'll take off Thursday, then I'll go down there, and I'll crash at this person's house. It becomes impossible to see everybody. I've never been able to fully accomplish, I'll see everybody I always end up disappointing somebody. And I guess I'm, it sounds like I'm sitting here and I'm complaining, I've got people that like me or, or love me or whatever and want to see me. And that's wonderful. But it is it is very difficult for me to to do certain things like that and and Finn's story in this episode Finn is able to please a lot of people and at the end it seems like he's pleased just about everybody but Jake well he he pleases Jake at the end there we could talk about yeah. that in a second but um oh, that was weird yeah riding pleases the, Jake riding the dolphin oh, off on the end yeah. um but it's impossible to please everybody and the solutions that Finn comes up with are temporary. Yeah. I Everything mean, that he does, the dragon, mm-hmm. is not going to be blowing fire for forever. The, the flies and the coal guy's ears, temporary. I mean, yeah,
1: the the mushrooms having music to dance to, that music's going to stop. So it was temporary problems. And I love, I mean, you bring that up because, I mean, that's a good thing. It's like when you've got a lot of, I mean, we deal, I deal with that same thing during the holidays when we've got three family Gathering split between four different cities, and you have to either please everybody by showing up for like thirty minutes of each event, and then there there's still like this, like, oh, I'm glad he showed up, but yeah, you get the classic like,
0: oh, it was great to see you. I wish you could have stayed longer. Yeah, it's and
1: and that's like kind of a very good parallel to like Vince' temporary problems is that you know you you people pleased everybody on paper. But neither you nor the people you were trying to please are 100% satisfied, I feel like.
0: Yeah, they're satisfied for the rest of the episode. But as soon as Finn and Jake go home to the treehouse and and all of it, it's going to go back to how it was. The mountain's still going to be looking at the, the roughhousers. They're not going to stop roughhouse, and It seems like that's their way of their life, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, like, would you say that you have more of like a problem saying no to people or is the problem more of a people pleaser? Because I feel like there is a, a good differentiator between a yes man and a people pleaser, you know?
0: I'm a weird guy to ask that because I feel like I have the issue of wanting everybody to like me and then also the inability, like the FOMO, like fear of missing out. So yeah. I, it is so hard for me to say no whenever I'm invited or asked to do anything. And then at the same time, like I want to to go there and, and you know, not just make an appearance, but like make a, a memorable appearance or a a memorable moment or whatever and, and, you know, be what people think I am in in their eyes. And it's, it's hard to do it. And it's definitely hard to say, no, it's hard, especially, you know, when we are able to go out and go to shows, um, you know, go to different clubs or whatever and see what bands are playing and then also go network and hang out with friends and which are two separate things in a sense. I mean, you know, they blend together, but, It is so hard. And then also dating someone like, I can only imagine how hard that's going to be. And it's going to require some saying no. It's going to be, it's going to require some, hey, it's too late. I need to go home. You know, you don't need to stay for the last band or or whatever. And and I'm going to struggle with that a little bit, but I definitely deal with both of those issues. Yeah. I mean, it's something that you got to be self-aware of the issue when like
1: those problems come across. Like Finn could have been prevented a lot of these like stress out moments he had if he had just like told the mountain no stop crying at the beginning like they're gonna roughhouse your mountain like no I don't know? think
0: he could have turned the mountain around either I think that was, yeah, that was, that was a, wishful thinking. That was a big
1: order to fulfill.
0: It's the uh, take, let's take this town and we'll move it over there. The SpongeBob or the yeah, Patrick the, thing. You're going to love next, yeah, week's, em- next em- week's
1: episode. Then little spoiler drop. Spoiler drop. There's a there's a scene in there
0: about moving the city. Oh, nice. Yeah, we'll just, we could also just watch that SpongeBob episode at the same time. Oh, yeah. And it can just be part of it. It'll be a duel. <laughs> We're actually, the town, this is a little bit random, but and a bit here, just to kind of give you guys a, a look into our minds and what we want to do with the podcast and potentially uh, what we'll have an episode on in the future. I think once we reach about halfway in this season, we'll probably have an episode that isn't about Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. We, we're brainstorming. We're cooking a few things up for you guys. That'll that'll be a
1: fun break for everybody. A, a good, like, hey, Ned and Russell can talk about things other than Adventure Time as well.
0: Which is, some. It's I think what we're thinking about, we've already... I, I don't know if we want to go ahead and say what we're going to watch. it. Don't spoiler drop All it. Russell. Well, we've already talked about it somewhere in the podcast, so you can sift through the podcast and I'm sure you'll find, um, something that we're already quoting or passionate about. Mm-hmm. It's going to be what we're going to watch.
1: Um, Oh yeah. Well, I mean back, back on our, our notes about kind of like the people pleasing is, I, I thought it was a funny thing. You, you know, you really focused on like the yes man stuff. I think I'm not the opposite, but I'm a flip flop. i I, I constantly say I'll say no to people. I, I don't like to, but I will. Like I've I've kind of gotten over the. the yeah, big, you're pretty the yes. good at it,
0: Ned. I'm just you're a jerk. Just,
1: you got to say no sometimes, man. You got to do it for your own health' sake. You know, that's fair. I am on the flip side that that people pleaser. Almost, it's not even with saying yes or no to people. It's almost like if you're in a room full of ten people, and you can tell one person sitting on the outskirts, and they're the ones that need help, and they're the ones that need to be like you know, I get so angsty and like very much how Finn has like this vendetta to help people. I have this weird, like I can't get over it if I'm in a room with 10 of my best friends and one person who feels left out. Yeah, you want to be inclusive. For everyone. Uh, yeah, I want to be inclusive and in that's like, it's to a fault too. I almost can't enjoy myself and that other person, a lot of the times I've learned does, wants to be left alone or like doesn't want the help. Like unlike these people in the episode, they are asking for help for problems that don't need to be fixed, instead of having a problem and then not asking for help. So, like, I'm, I'm, that's kind of where I
0: saw a reflection yeah, like, of myself in this episode. You're like projecting your thoughts onto this person that may or may not be thinking that. Yeah, but I definitely see. I mean, it comes out. You know, all these these negative things, these flaws or whatever, come out in positive ways too. The people please your thing could be something where you're really great at hosting because you are a people pleaser, you know? that's yeah, like, true. Like the the negative comes with a, a positive spin on it, you know, like, because I don't like to say, know the people at the same time, like I do keep up with relationships that a lot of people probably wouldn't, right? And I, you go I'm to a lot of shows, to, yeah. Yeah, I go to a lot, or I'm, you know, I'm decent at trying to be present in the music industry, mm-hmm. you know? And that's a part of... Um, if I wasn't, you know, I, I honestly would not have gotten two internships that I got. I, I probably wouldn't have gotten the job that I have now Yeah, if so, it wasn't for doing that. That's a good thing. And I like how
1: the you, you bring me back to earth kind of like looking at, you know, we, we're looking at flaws and I think it's easier just to see flaws through stories told like Adventure Time. So this is, it's good. I, I like that our dialogue around that kind of stuff, we can stay encouraging to each other and go, hey, man, like, yeah, we're learning a lot about ourselves right now. But like don't feel like everything needs to be a, a discovery mixed with a, a Band-Aid on top, or you need to fix this, or like, let's change this about ourselves. We can just go, that's that's good, man. That's good character traits we got, you know? I think
0: so. And I think then, as he gets older, there will be a moment, hopefully, when he realizes that, you know, you can't hero for everybody. And it's almost funny, because in, in business time, he wasn't heroing for everybody. He got lazy, and he was sitting on the couch, and he wasn't. Mm-hmm. I'm. You see internally, he was like, It's the like cognitive dissonance of like, I want to save people, but I uh, also like I'm being lazy and I'm physically not saving people. But in this episode, he just, he goes for it. He's back in heroing shape. He's beating up a giant marauder and he looks like he's stronger than he's ever been. You know, he's at peak of his heroing shape so far.
1: Yeah. At least peak of heroing for a 12 year old. That's for sure.
0: (laughs) That's true. Yeah, man. being
1: able to beat up a marauder at 12 years old is is pretty impressive.
0: Pretty impressive. Opinion. Do you have any lessons from this episode? I know, I mean, basically what we just did was us summarizing themes. And yeah, I mean, a good lesson is that pollen beads make good butt scratchers. It's a good one. Mine is, uh, first one is, if you got a hat on, you're not naked. That's very true, man. Right? That's I, a good I, one. Hey, that's that. We're going to take that one in and out into the world, right? Also, if a dolphin falls in love with you, write it. Write it. Write it. Write it into the sunset. That's it. We'll, we'll let all the well, adults
1: make the, the well, you know, connection know. there. Maybe don't write it. I don't know.
0: That's weird. Uh, man, beef. I got some beef this week. Man, you got beef What yeah, the math, you have more you man. want to talk about this episode. I got, I got some beef I want to talk about.
1: I, I don't have too much more to focus on on the episode. The real lesson is don't be a people pleaser. We talked about that. Don't be a people pleaser to a fault.
0: To a fault, yeah. Be people pleaser, but but be aware that you're you're doing that, and and don't let it get to the point where it is bringing you down, and you are like not happy. Yeah, that's that's the real thing. If you're happy and you're being a people pleaser and it's fine, and you don't feel like people are draining you, that's that's good. But if you're being drained by doing this thing, that's a moment when you do want to step back and you want to figure out, you know, how you can go about stopping that yeah. inside you. Yeah. Um, but give me your beef, man. Which beef? Yeah, my beefs with SNL. SNL. Yeah, because I've been watching a ton of people trying out for SNL and and getting on SNL, and and it seems like they just accept anybody. Um, but Lauren Michaels, uh, where's my invite? Huh? I th- I thought, am I not good enough for you SNL? After nine whole episodes, and we're not good enough. Am I not good enough? I thought I did great in my audition. That definitely happened and i'm just i'm just pissed off i'm like the new mark Marin, and that's that's i think actually that's where i'm going is scratch that i'm just mark Marin. yeah now it's just you know. i'm the new mark Marin. mark maron he's met with lauren and he's figured out and settled things down but i haven't yet and i want to i want to meet with lauren i want to have him on this podcast so maybe it might be just with him all right you heard yeah. it here first everybody yeah, Russell's gonna be on SNL. My audition that definitely happened, definitely happened during COVID
1: when they're taking very open auditions right now.
0: They are. Yeah, it's wild. That's my other issue is SNL is just all over the place with their their rules and regulations. Oh jeez, I, allegedly, I, allegedly. I just know you can't watch it hardly anywhere, but at one what, on Hulu.
1: I want to get back into it, man. I miss SNL. Yeah, it's good. I don't know about beef for me, man. I don't know if I got a ton of beef this week. It's been, a, been no a, beef required. No beef required. Yeah. I think my my beef just might be with uh, you know, all the punk twelve year olds that
0: kick my butt on Call of Duty. I got beef with them a lot all the time. That's fair. I'm I'm really excited for uh Pokemon Snap. By the time this comes out, Pokemon Snap will be out and that's gonna be so sick.
1: Oh gosh, we're gonna hear a lot of how
0: Adventure Time
1: is just like Pokemon Snap, pretty sure. Or just
0: Pokemon. I think or just switch it I'm up. I bring Pokemon up way too much in this podcast.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll have a good Pokemon special, I feel like. We'll, we'll pick a good episode of Adventure Time that we don't want to talk a lot about, it, but maybe it has some cool Pokemon references, and then we'll just do a whole only tangent
0: episode. There are no tangents in this podcast. I do want to continue to enforce that we do not do tangents. I know you think that everything... Half the time I'm doing a tangent. No. It's all part of the adventure, right? Yeah. It's all part of just wait, like 40 episodes from now, it's all gonna come full circle, full circle, and you're just gonna your mind's gonna be blown. Mine's gonna be blown. It's gonna be we're, incredible. We're laying the cannon out right now. Definitely are. Uh thank you all so much for joining us. This is another episode of Never Ending Adventure. I've been Russell Tendall. I have been Diggity DJ Nutty P. We've got a whole bunch of social channels. I've tweeted once or twice. I know we've got a couple Instagram posts going. There's TikTok um, that hasn't been posted into yet, but by the time this episode's out, hopefully I yeah, <laughs> will post it
1: in it. You can you can laugh at our TikToks will probably be the funniest because we are way too old to be posting on
0: TikTok. And and it's all gonna just be improv probably. Probably the, so. Follow us at it's like never ending adventure, never end, never ending adventure casts. N E A podcast. I mean, just try them all. Yeah, I'll, li- by next episode, I'll have it listed I'll tell you exactly what you need to type into each one. But for yeah. now, I I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, and depending on what platform you're listening to, everything does
1: link back to our our website, which is awesome. We are hosting it through Podbean. Been a super great service so far. If you have a podcast, highly suggest that you use Podbean. They've been fantastic. We got easy distribution, easy sharing, and everything like that. So if you're listening on whatever platform, hit a link back, go back to that website. Click a download, help us out. It'll, everything helps out at this point. So we really appreciate you guys as listeners making it this far. That's, I mean, you guys have made it through at least seven hours of of us
0: chatting, which… That's incredible. That's incredible. I struggle getting through us chatting sometimes. Me too. I'd say, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> oh, really. like listening to myself it. very much. I love it, man. It's been great. Uh, And we'll see you all next week. All right. Thanks for listening, guys a podcast. That was a podcast.
1: That was a podcast, guys. Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening. Oh, what? Oh, little baby fan.
1: Got your boom-boom stuck on oh, the leaf. Oh,
0: little baby fan. Oh, little baby. Oh, he's a baby. There's a baby.
1: Yeah, he's covered in poop, though. Oh, we
0: better, better leave him here. We better get out of here. Why am I doing a voice? We got a vocal effect on him. I'm doing a voice. You're
1: doing a voice, and we we can't touch this boom-boom baby.
0: Can't touch this boom-boom baby. It almost sounds like the beginning of a song. Y'all, thank you for listening. Never Ending Adventure was hosted by yeah. Ned Pruitt and Russell Tyndall and engineered by Michael Hitchcock. He also did our song, our intro, outro transitions all that was done by him and a big shout out to ally.h.creates over at instagram for creating her cover art she's the best y'all she is a fantastic human being and i hope you go follow her and check her art out until next time until next time